In the interest of community service, Power 88 presents live talk shows to inform, enlighten, and to stimulate thought and dialogue. The views expressed on this program are not necessarily those of the staff and management of KCEP or the EOB. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the program. Or call in and participate at 647-3688. Funding for Community Partners for Better Health. On KCEP Power 88 is underwritten by the Southern Nevada Health District. And here is your host. tuned in and that we are going to uh, get you the health education information that you need. The Healthier Tomorrow program is sponsored by the Office of Chronic Disease Prevention and Health Promotion at the Southern Nevada Health District. Every year, 45,000 African Americans die from smoking-related illnesses. Don't become another statistic. We know quitting is hard, but not quitting is harder. There's no better time than now to live smoke and vape free. Why? Because we matter. For free help quitting smoking or vaping, call the Nevada Tobacco Quit Line at 1-800-QUIT-NOW or text quit now to 333-888. All right. With that, I want to introduce our first guest. We've got a, a power pack show today, and this guest, it's her first time on, but it won't be her last. Uh, she's actually my coworker and my friend from the American Lung Association Executive Director, Shannon Proctor. Good morning, Shannon. Good morning, Will. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. I am so glad that you're here. This is a big week uh, for a number of reasons. This is a big month for a number of reasons, but you've got a whole lot going on. We do. <laughs> so just tell tell the audience a little bit about yourself, then we'll get into why you're here today. Yeah, well, um, like Will said, I'm the executive director for the American Lung Association. I still consider myself new to Nevada. Uh, <laughs> I've been here about six years, um, but I, I love this community, and I am 100% passionate about making sure that we keep our citizens safe and healthy and, and combat uh, uh, lung disease in our communities. Um, this month is a lot going on. This month is Asthma Awareness Month, but this week is not only our turquoise takeover, but it is Lung Cancer Action Week. And um, for those that know me, lung cancer and preventing lung cancer is, you know, very, uh, very important to me. Yeah, there, there's a personal connection there. Can you share a little bit about that? There is. Um, I uh, lost my grandmother to lung cancer when I was young, and my grandmother never touched a cigarette in her life that I know of. And uh, um, by the time, like with most lung cancer cases, by the time it was diagnosed, it was you know pretty much too late to do anything. And so um, that is why I'm so passionate about telling everyone who will listen, especially black and brown communities, which I'm sure we'll get into, um, that there is a lung cancer screening and early detection, like with all cancers, saves lives. So talk, you know, there are ways to, you know, find out if you're eligible for the screening to be covered by your insurance, but 
you know, there are, are some cash pay options and some um, uh, free options, and we just need people to be aware and to take their lung health seriously. That is so true. And lung cancer doesn't get talked about often enough, but it needs to be on every billboard, which I know you're working hard <laughs> to ensure that that's happening, but it's the number one cancer killer in the United States, and people just don't know that. Exactly. Exactly. People don't know that it's the number one cancer killer, and I think it's a stigma around lung cancer, right? I think people assume it's a smoker's disease and that if I never smoked, I can't get lung cancer, which is not true. If you have lungs, you can develop lung disease, you can develop lung cancer. Um, and so this is something that we should all be aware of and talking to our physician about um but but yeah, the number one cancer killer, and, and it's definitely if caught in earlier stages, is treatable, is is beatable. Yes, it is. So let, let's talk about lung cancer. Then I want you to share a bit about how folks can find out about it. So how often is someone diagnosed with lung cancer in America? In America, someone is diagnosed um, one person every two and a quarter minutes. Somebody is diagnosed with lung cancer. Um, when we're talking about, you know, uh, uh, the black community, um, one in 16 black men and one in 20 black women will be diagnosed with lung cancer in their lifetimes. Wow. So since we've been on the air, that means two persons have been diagnosed. Mm -hmm. And in the studio, we're, we have enough people where one of us would likely have a diagnosis. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So how many lung cancer cases are diagnosed early when the disease is most curable? Um, so nationally, only 26% of, of cases are diagnosed early when, you know, um, treatment is, is most uh, um, powerful. Um, but in Nevada, it's even worse than that. Only 1% of the at-risk community are getting screened. 1%. Wow. Um, you know, the American Lung Association does a study, you know, the state of lung cancer every year. Um, and states are scored on their lung cancer screening rates. Um, Nevada ranks 49th out of 51. Um, and, and two years ago, we were 49 out of 49. So we have a done anything to get any better we just got two areas that started reporting that happened to have worse numbers than ours so so we're stuck in neutral here with lung wow. cancer screenings well we've got to do better and thank you for the work that you're doing to make sure that we do in fact do better thank you thank you i want to know a little bit more about awareness and research how has that helped increase the lung cancer survival rate and by how much yeah well we've increased the lung cancer survival rate by about 40 for 40 percent over the last 10 years and I think that's largely due to campaigns like our lung force campaign which is our awareness campaign to to defeat lung cancer right that's um, what this week turquoise takeover is all about we encourage people to uh, wear the color turquoise or turn their lights outside of their building turquoise to bring awareness to lung cancer um, but you know we, we we're making progress and so there's there's uh, hope yeah, I mean, that's that's fantastic. I mean, it's one of those things where it's also awful because, you know, we, we don't want anyone to, to have to deal with this. But by the same token, the fact that the survival rate has increased that much is yeah. is really uh, inspiring and provides a sense of hope for anyone facing this. Exactly. Exactly. 
Yeah. So you mentioned lung force. Yeah. I mean, just on the surface, it's like, okay, lung force. What are we doing? Blowing up balloons? Like, what's <laughs> happening here? We do a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but tell me a little bit more about the lung force. And you've got something really special happening tomorrow. Yes, yes. So, again, lung force is our awareness campaign. It's all about painting our city's turquoise and bringing awareness to lung cancer and lung cancer detection, early detection and prevention. Um, tomorrow, we have the privilege of turning the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign turquoise and the Las Vegas ballpark tomorrow night. We're, you know, we'll be taking part um, on the field, I think, doing some educational opportunities there all as well. All right, all right. Yeah. So, I mean, we take Lung Force very seriously. It's our one time to really focus. You know, the, our mission is so vast. There's a lot of lung diseases. There's clean air issues. So this is our time to really focus on lung cancer and lung cancer awareness. Yeah. Well, anyone that knows me knows that Las Vegas is my favorite place on the planet because it's the best place on the planet. That's but, true. you know, that that is what it is. <laughs> but being able to turn the fabulous Las Vegas sign turquoise, that's a really, really big deal. It's a, a huge deal. Um, and we've been able to do that for the last three or four years, I think, you know, thanks to some of our great board members who helped put that in place. Um, but uh, you, you can name drop. Go ahead. Talk about the board. <laughs> um, Shelly Berkeley, um, who, who's currently, I think, running for, for mayor. I think she she's on our board and, and she helped us get that put in place a couple of years ago. And it's it's great because it provides a, awareness that we couldn't get on our own. Yeah, shout out to Shelly Berkeley. Yeah. She is going to be in California, so she won't be able to make it. But you can come. Yes. We encourage you to come out to the, the fabulous Las Vegas sign tomorrow, May 11th at 9 a.m. And wear your turquoise or your teal or your bright blue. or <laughs> As you know, close to turquoise as you can get. I just get in the family. I, I got on a turquoise <laughs> shirt today, and I, I love that, that jacket you got, <laughs> thank too. Thank you. Thank you. Looks really good. And then join us at the ballpark. I will be there. And it'll be a great, great game. The yes. stadium or ballpark is going turquoise as well. So it'll be a beautiful ambient setting that you can enjoy. Yeah. And then, you know, also come out Saturday. We'll be at Cornerstone Park for our Lung Force Walk. This is a community event. Um, there's no cost to register, no cost to come out. Just come out. We have fun activities for the kids. But more importantly, we have information and resources for all of our citizens about, you know, quitting smoking if you suffer from asthma. COPD. If you want information about lung cancer, come on down and see us and just have a fun day and hopefully learn something that saves a life. Cornerstone Cornerstone Park in Henderson, right? Correct. All right. And what time? Um, it's an evening stroll. So come on out, check in about five o'clock, take part in the activities. We're going to start walking about 630. And then as the sun begins to set, we're going to have a twilight ceremony in honor of those that we've lost to lung cancer and other lung diseases. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So you're encouraged to come out and you notice she said stroll. So you do not have to be athletic to participate in the lung force walk. You can stroll you can meander you can even jog if you choose but it's up to you because this event is really intended to be accessible for all of us and really to honor those that do live with a lung disease so shannon let me ask you this question i'm going to ask it harshly okay who deserves to get lung cancer not a soul yeah not a soul 
I, I want that to be really evident because a lot of times, as you mentioned, that stigma mm-hmm. is very, very present. And it, people feel as though, well, you smoked, so you deserve what, what happened right. to you. And that's not the case. And I feel like it's one of the barriers that keeps people from getting screened and finding out, right? They feel like then somehow they'll be um, shamed or unsupported by people because they, they brought this on themselves. And you didn't, you know, that, that nobody deserves lung cancer, no matter what decisions we've made. And nobody deserves any cancer, right? So, I, but I feel like that's one of the barriers that p- keeps people from being screened. Yeah. So you've done something really special here where you're providing something to folks with a diagnosis. Talk a little bit about that. We are. So, well, you know this. It's It's been um, very important to me since moving into this community that we, we make sure that we're, we're doing what we say we're here to do. And one of our things that we want we say we want to do is to um, improve the quality of life for, for those suffering from lung disease. So we have our lung cancer courage kits that are available to newly diagnosed and and since they're new, everybody's newly diagnosed to us because we don't know you yet. But lung cancer courage kits come with information and resources for someone who is battling lung cancer um, and some amazing um, comfort items from the American Lung Association that might um, provide you some comfort and support throughout your your cancer journey. Um, so we encourage anybody who um, is suffering with lung cancer, um, contact us. You can email us at Nevada Events at lung.org or go to our website but um, get your lung cancer courage kit that is amazing and sometimes just knowing people are thinking about you makes a world of difference exactly and you know i love the information packet that we put in there because you know yeah we have all this information on the website but when you receive a life-altering diagnosis such as lung cancer the last thing you have the energy or the time to do is stroll the internet for information and resources and so i like that we put it all in one place in a bag full of some comfort items for you yeah, and where where do people get these? What what hospitals do you have on board? Uh, so far, we have Sunrise Hospital, Summerlin Hospital um, here locally. Um, I think um, we'll have a few at uh, uh, Mountain View Hospital within the next couple of weeks. We even have partnered with some of our our hospitals up north. Um, so Northern Nevada Hospital and St. Mary's Hospital up north um, are handing them out as well. So if you're seeing a doctor somewhere and they don't have Courage kits, um, you can contact. Us, but tell your doctor you want them, you know, you want a courage kit, and maybe we can um, connect with your doctor and, and get them some kits to hand out to their patients as well. They're free, they're free to the, our medical professionals to give to their patients, they're free to our, our lung cancer survivors. So let's get them into hands that, that will make a difference. That's great. So the courage kits are free and they're available not just here in southern Nevada, but all across the state. All across the state. That is powerful. It is. It is. You know, this is a big state, but we are the American Lung Association in Nevada. And so it's important to me that we are accessible to people in all communities, um, no matter your economic status, no matter if you're up north, a rural community, um, black, brown communities. I want to make sure that we save lives from lung disease and that if you are suffering, that we're here for you to provide support and information and resources, um, no matter where you are in the state. Yeah. So I know people are listening there saying, well, I, I know you mentioned something earlier about a, a scan. Talk a little bit more about how people can find out so they do catch it early. If they oh, have thank it. you for asking. Well, yes. So if you go to savedbythescan.org, there is a test that you can take that shows if you are um, 
eligible to have it covered by your insurance, including um, Medicare, Medicaid. They they cover these screenings as well as long as you meet a certain criteria. So again, it's savedbythescan.org. It's like four or five questions. Um, and then you go armed with knowledge that you can take to your physician and say, I went to Saved by the Scan. I'm eligible for this scan. Please refer me. And then they'll start you on that process. But you have to take that power into your own hands. Um, so go to Saved by the scan.org and then if you don't qualify but you still feel like you need a screening i i suggest you can you talk to your doctor about your concerns and see if there are other ways um that they can maybe get this covered through your insurance or that they can find some other options for you Um, but lung health is serious if you can't breathe nothing else matters and i've seen that in person with people who struggle to breathe yeah, we just came out of, we claim to have come out of, we'll say, a, a respiratory pandemic. Exactly. So I think that really resonates with folks right now. When you can't breathe, nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. Wow. Shannon, thank you so much. Stick around. I've got some yes. more questions for you. But thank you so much for sharing all of this important information with our audience. Saved by the scan is so important. Uh, again, be at the ballpark and at the fabulous Las Vegas sign tomorrow. So wear your turquoise. Even if you can't make it to one of the events, still wear your turquoise in honor of this uh, disease. So the A Healthier Tomorrow radio program is brought to you by the Office of Chronic Disease Prevention and Health Promotion at the Southern Nevada Health District. May is Stroke Awareness Month. Did you know that every 40 seconds someone in the U.S. has a stroke? Learn how you can lower your risk of a stroke by visiting GetHealthyClarkCounty.org. Again, that is GetHealthyClarkCounty.org. All right. I want to bring on uh, my famous co-host, the lady with the most, right? Uh, from Minority Health Consultants, Elisa Howard. Good morning. Good morning. And I just want to say that you two look fabulous in your turquoise, and you did not tell me. You know, I was going to text you this morning and say, wear turquoise, but then I was like, it's too early. It's too late. And that's not a color people just have in their closet, <laughs> right? Just randomly. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So so there's some awareness happening that you want to promote this month as well. So let's talk about that. So teen pregnancy prevention awareness is also in May. May is full. Okay, (laughs) May is mental health awareness month. May has a lot going on with it. Um, But teen pregnancy uh, prevention is really uh, important to me and dear to my heart. I was a teen mom. A lot of people don't know that I went to school and I got my education. I went to college and all those things. And so, you know, have my own business now. So people don't think that, oh, you had trouble. Right. Mm -hmm. Or you did something, you know, that you weren't quote on fingers supposed to do right because you made it now right but that's not true everybody has their things that they've gone through and teen pregnancy um, actually made me who I am and my daughter is amazing she also has a master's degree in, um, in education and she now goes back and reaches back but teen pregnancy prevention in the black community especially is so important because I was a child that probably should not have had a, t- a baby at a early age because I lived in a middle class neighborhood, you know, went to a nice school, all of the things that we think would not qualify you for that. Um, But that just shows how sexual health education does not um, is not 
doing well <laughs> in Nevada. And I'm just going to say it like that because um, even now with me teaching sexual health education um, around the city um, with different uh, organizations, they're doing it because they're saying that their kids are not getting it within our school system. And so if that is happening and you notice that your children are not getting sexual health education and you just don't feel comfortable, um, you can definitely call Minority Health Consultants. We can come out. We can come to your house. You can get your girlfriends together, have brunch and tea or whatever, and I can just host a class for the parents so that they understand what teen pregnancy prevention is and how to talk to their kids, but also for the the young adults themselves. So I've actually done that several times where I've gone and uh, just with the kids, and they'll bring pizza and things like that, and we'll just have a good time, and we'll just have our sexual health education, and you'll be amazed by the questions that your teens ask without you being there. And then with the parents, they have so many questions as well. So just know that there is help out there. There's so many organizations that are doing this on their own. Unfortunately, teen pregnancy prevention uh, funding went away a couple years ago, and so we don't have that actual program at the Southern Nevada Health District anymore, but there are people like myself who are still interested in doing that. That is so important. My grandmother actually had my mom at 14. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, an important subject. It and is. I think that you're such an inspiration because folks discounted her. Yes. They said, there's, you know, you'll, you'll never be able to be anything now that you're a mom. And she went on to get her master's degree at 50. Absolutely. At I love 50 her 50 years already. old. But she taught. She retired as a teacher. Uh, she raised five kids. Yeah. You know, and, and has had a success life and a joy-filled life yeah and I think sometimes we we um, look at that experience as only the negative side but there are so many beautiful moments that come out and the crazy thing is that back in the 1900s teenagers were having babies it actually changed right the generational um, things changed where that was a norm in those days and then we got to the to the spot I don't know even when it started but it became stigmatized you can't do that you're supposed to look good and you know show the family um, that we're of values and morals and that doesn't mean that your values and morals were compromised that just means that you didn't have education that's right and that's all that people need is sexual health education condoms birth control what do I do if somebody pressures me to have sex those are the things that I needed right and so I reach back and I give back to those kids that don't have that or their parents aren't talking to them about that yeah, and I, I think one of the themes that I'm, I'm hearing running through our show today is really erasing stigma. Absolutely. Because lung disease is stigmatized. Oh, you're a smoker, and people right. kind of frown at you, not understanding. And and so that is that is so important that we erase the stigma from smoking, erase the stigma from being a young parent, yep. and erase the stigma um, around all uh, substance use disorders. Absolutely. The thing is just... Educate people. If you think that they should know something, then educate them or send them resources so that they can be educated on something instead of stigmatizing them, right? Mm -hmm. That's all that life, I think, is about, is if we become educated or aware that things are even out there to harm us or could potentially, you know, do damage to us, then at least I know that going forward. I know what's going to happen. But if don't stigmatize somebody to say, oh, you did this or you did that. We're all doing things that we're probably not supposed to do. But who is the maker of that? Mm -hmm. That's right. So before we bring on our next guest, I want to just plug an event that's happening in June, June 10th. That's a Saturday at 10 a.m. at the Doolittle Community Center. There is the Reality Tour, which is a community drug prevention experience. It is free for the community. There will be free pizza, prize giveaways, and empowerment resources. Hopefully, Elisa, you can bring some of that uh, sexual health education as well. Okay. And Shannon, we'd love to have lung health resources there as well. Okay. But it is a, a 
free event. You can register online at www.cpbhlv.org. That's cpbhlv.org. And again, that is Saturday, June 10th at 10 a.m. in the Doolittle Community Center. All right, with that, I'd like to welcome our next guest, Mikhail Holmes from the Southern Nevada Health District. Good morning, Mikhail. Good morning, Will. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I am so excited to talk to you again. You are no stranger to this show. And uh, to kind of borrow from your phrase, you're here so often because what you do matters. Oh, thank you. Yes, it definitely does matter. Awesome. Well, you're here today to talk about something that's happening this month called No Menthol May and also in particular No Menthol Sunday. Could you share a little bit about that? Oh, yes. So No Menthol Sunday is a national um, event that was created. Um, I believe um, this is, I want to say, maybe the fifth year. It might have been longer than that, to be honest with you. But um, No Menthol Sunday engages the faith-based community in discussions about um, why menthol is harmful to the black community. Um, Southern Nevada Health District and the Because We Matter program um, borrowed that um, wonderful idea and we expanded it for the whole month of May. So instead of just one day or one Sunday in the month where we're talking about this subject, um, here in Las Vegas, we will be talking about it every Sunday um, within our local African-American faith-based churches. Wow, I love that. Getting the faith community involved in health. The, the faith community, uh, loves the, the soul aspect, but the scripture actually talks about wishing that you would be in good health and prosper as your soul prospers. So this is something that is, I, I think, so timely, so important. And a lot of folks don't know that smoking is actually causing a, a lot of disease. It's the number one um, cause for preventable death in the country. Uh, why is this so important for our community in particular? Well, as you said, it's a concern for everyone, but um, we're speaking more on the African-American race because um, we kind of suffer from different um, issues and conflicts um, that are unique to our, our population. Um uh, smoking, for instance, and menthol, um, we start smoking a little bit later in life and we probably smoke less cigarettes than the other populations or the other um, um, racial and ethnicities. But we um, die at a much larger alarming rate. Um, as one of the um, ladies that were on here, she mentioned about lung cancer um, with African-Americans. This is um, probably the most common cancer that African-Americans pass for. From, excuse me, it is actually the second um, most popular cancer among men and women um, of the African-American race, but definitely one of the number ones that we um, probably pass away from. It is also a big contributor of heart disease, stroke, diabetes, which are the number one um, causes of death for African-Americans. So smoking kind of exacerbates those conditions and makes them worse. And if you are a person who doesn't smoke, um, secondhand smoke can also um, put you at risk for those same conditions. So people um, like your parents or your children that are around you that don't smoke can one day be diagnosed with um, heart disease or lung cancer just from the secondhand smoke. So it's very important that we know this and we spread this information to keep everyone safe. 
That is so important, the secondhand smoke. So it's not just something that the person that is engaging themselves um, is affected by. This affects everyone in the household and anyone they're, they're really around while they're doing it. Is that right? That is correct. And secondhand smoke, um, when it comes to African-Americans, we are exposed at, it at a much higher rate, um, both men and children, compared to other races and ethnicities. So that is something that we also need to be very concerned about and aware that that is happening. Wow. So, Mikkel, you are a uh, peer recovery specialist. You're a certified health educator specialist, and you've got your master's in mental health and wellness. So just share 30 seconds of, of your best, best pitch for why someone should quit smoking today. Because we matter. That's exactly why we should quit. Um, there are so many reasons why we stand up for our rights and what's important for us. Let's stand up against tobacco and smoking and vaping because we matter. Wow. I mean, because we matter, that that says it all. And we've got to believe that we matter and start acting like it is, is kind of my perspective. So your work focuses again on that flavor of menthol, which I, th I think a lot of people underestimate how powerful menthol is because it cools, um, it numbs, it makes the harshness of smoking uh, less noticeable. And so, I, you know, I'm not going to get on my soapbox. We got two minutes left, <laughs> but it's it's one of those deceptive practices that the the tobacco industry has leveraged black leaders mm -hmm. to come against and taking it as if it's a freedom issue. Can you just share really quickly why that's not the case? Um, well, I, I hate to use the word infiltrate, but um, in my opinion, that's exactly what it is. The tobacco industry has infiltrated the black culture and the African-American um, culture and what is important to us in order to convince us to use these products, where there is supporting um, our local leaders, our um, black organizations, um, advertising and, and promoting at events that are popular with African Americans. There's a lot of tactics where they use their marketing practices to um, appeal to us. And it's in a way that is kind of conflicting because at one point, the advertisement was more on a negative, um, derogatory way when it spoke about African-Americans. Um, it uplifted um, the, the slave burden that was happening during that time. And That's then right. as and, um, and time you know, There's continued. so much we really have to, to unpack in there, but we are out of time. Yes. Thank you for oh, being sorry. on the show this morning. No, I appreciate you so much. Because we matter, LV.com is the website or GetHealthyClarkCounty.com. This has been A Healthier Tomorrow. I'm your host, Will Rucker, joined also with Alisa Howard. And as I always remind you, you are not just a drop in the ocean you are the entire ocean in a drop and you matter so live compassionately we'll see you next time